Hi there, and welcome to the Pondering Stepmom podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and thank you very much for joining me today. So this week, we are going to talk about the X slash biomom and what the biomom's relationship is like with our partners, who is their ex. (laughs) So the topic question I posted was, stepmoms, what is your partner's relationship like with the ex slash biomom? How does the state of that relationship affect you and your role as a stepmom? So I know that this is a pretty hot issue that affects stepmoms on a daily basis. Um, the state of the relationship that the bio mom has with their ex, who's now your current partner. Uh, not only do stepmoms need to navigate their own often strained relationships with their partner's ex, who is also the birth mother of their stepchild or stepchildren, but stepmoms also frequently deal with the fallout or the consequences of the relationship their partner has with that ex. So let's get right to it um, with some of the comments I received on the Pondering Nook's Instagram page. And I'm going to start with Carolyn, who says... My husband keeps communication with his ex to the absolute minimum. She is controlling, manipulative, lies, and involves the kids in their issues. She tells them their father is controlling and that she hates me. She has told my husband that she doesn't respect him or me. She has kept the kids from from him on several occasions. His eldest son, who is almost 16, has been completely alienated from us for almost two years. Middle boy is going through a similar stage of not wanting to be with us. Our two homes are completely different environments. Ours has boundaries and different rules regarding time spent on tech. She refuses to work together, which has made co-parenting non-existent. Her idea of working together is her way or no way. Being a parent of my own children, I have struggled with understanding why she does the things she does and her continued animosity towards us both. It's emotionally exhausting and after almost 11 years shows no signs of ever giving up. Every week they come to our house and I wonder, what are we in for this week? I am very familiar with these challenges, as I am sure so many other stepmoms are as well. Um, And I can appreciate the fact that the stepmom is trying really hard to dig deep and be empathetic and try to place herself in the bio mom's shoes um, and figure out, you know, why she's acting or saying or doing the things, you know, that she's doing. Um, And after 11 years, though... I'm not sure that situation will ever change. Um, So yeah, thank you very much for this feedback, Carolyn. I think one of the things that frustrated me the most during my own stepmom journey, during the years when we were trying to co-parent, was the amount of negative things said at the other home and the involvement of children into conversations or situations that they should not 
have to deal with. Um, I firmly believe that the adults in these situations need to try and solve their problems without burdening the children. You know, these children are simply born into or placed into these family dynamics that they had no control over. And there's no doubt in my own mind that the unresolved bitterness felt by the bio mom regarding how things ended up between her and my current husband influenced her tendency to say negative things about him, which in turn affected me when my stepchild would come home and tell me all of these negative things. Uh, I would say my blood pressure would go up every week with every transition period when he would come home with some new thing his mom had told him about his dad. And, you know, his dad wasn't entirely innocent on that front either. And I would constantly be reminding my partner to bite his tongue and not say things about bio mom because one day all of that will come back around And I know now that it certainly does, which is why I'm happy that I learned to stay quiet many a time instead of saying something nasty. Um, Also, sending messages through children from one house to the other is not only extremely stressful on a child, but counterproductive for communication in general. And I think that if the adults in one household don't want to engage or communicate with the other household, there needs to be a better system created, like maybe using a co-parenting message app or perhaps only communicating through email rather than forcing a child to become the go-between. And I can tell you from personal experience, don't ever do that. Don't ever do that and make the children the messengers. Um, I can also tell you from personal experience that if the bio mom continues to do this, but you and your spouse do take the high road and refuse to allow that kind of drama, your stepchild or stepchildren will remember that when they're older. They will remember who stood above the drama and who fed into it. Trust me. All right. And the next comment I'm going to read is from Patty, who says, they keep communication to a minimum. She's the one who seems to message more about the kids' issues than we do, which is annoying at times. It's not like we don't appreciate the communication, but sometimes it's nonsense. We have them the majority of the time. And when it's her turn with them, it's more nagging than anything complaining about the things she should just be parenting about. It's tiring. We don't go to her about every sudden move. (laughs) Thank you for that. Um, Yeah, that can be annoying when you feel like the ex is perhaps over communicating about issues that aren't really pertinent enough to be responded to or dealt with, especially when it's your quote unquote off day and it's her turn to parent. Uh, This used to happen quite a bit in my own personal situation back during the years when my stepchild would go back and forth. Um, And sometimes it felt like we were spending so much time trying to help her parent or navigate parenting when my stepchild was over there that we might as well have just had him back home with us, quite honestly. So yeah. Thank you for that. I know that can be super annoying. 
Um, next comment I'm going to read here is from Alex. Thank you, Alex. She says, no communication between my husband and his ex. All communication is through me. If she calls, I make sure he is around so she can't say, I didn't say that. If I don't answer, I'll text her saying, can I call you after I get home? If she texts, it's a group message between the three of us per my husband's request. It has been this ma- this way for many years. Awesome. I like that. I like how you'll call her back later. Um, I love the group text thing so that everyone is on the same page, so to speak. Um, I found in my own experience that because at one time my relationship with my husband's ex was actually more functional than his relationship with her was, Um, because I tried very hard to make it that way. Um, I became the default person that she would always contact about things for a while. I mean, this was okay at first um, because I sort of just wanted to have control over it. But eventually it was really overwhelming to the point where I felt like she was just taking advantage of my kindness. Um, And I really needed my husband to step in at one point because I felt as though she would use me to confirm things or to change plans because she felt I was the softer party. And really, she just wanted to avoid talking to or dealing with my husband because she knew he wouldn't be as accommodating as I was. So yeah, it's definitely good to all be on the same page or at least everyone know what the other people or person is saying. So, okay. Uh, break time. I will be right back with some more comments. All right. I am back and we are discussing the relationships that our partners have with their ex, who is the bio mom and how this affects us as stepmoms. I'm going to read a comment here from Audrey who says, My husband has finally cut off contact as much as legally possible, and I have never been happier with the boundaries he is setting. They communicate only via Talking Parents app. She knows this communication is admissible in court, so a lot of ranting and harassment has ended. He has lived in fear of her for years. The trauma that he has dealt with because of her has been trying and exhausting. The positive element of it is that he did a lot of thinking about what he really wanted and did not rush into a similar relationship. Our relationship is a partnership and he is my best friend. I trust him completely and we love to spend time together. Because of what he went through before, I am careful to always make him feel appreciated, loved, and respected. I am also aware that my husband and I are the loving and healthy relationship model that our stepdaughter 13 has in her life. This awareness helps my husband and I to make choices that support and encourage each other. Thank you for this. It is really good to hear that this couple has set boundaries, found a way to communicate civilly with the ex, 
Um, and I'm really glad that it has helped this stress, this uh, stepmom stress level. And I think so often we can learn from past relationships. And if your partner or even you came from a previous relationship that was unhealthy or toxic, it's important to recognize red flags and then try our best to model healthy, functional behavior for our stepkids and our biological kids if we have them. Um, and if the relationship that your partner had with the bio mom previously was dysfunctional or high conflict, it's really, really important to try and counteract that with better choices and behavior so you can lead by example. Definitely. All right. Got a comment here from Lizzie who said their relationship is completely non-existent. They had a tumultuous relationship when they tried to co-parent. It came to a huge crash, and my husband has full custody, has had full custody for over two years now. There was a restraining order for a year, but now that that has ended, contact is still non-existent. Before then, their relationship was difficult because they could not communicate, and it would upset him quite a bit. I didn't have a big role in parenting before this big blowout that ended with custody on our end. And she has no part of our life other than the occasional phone calls or supervised visits. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's hard when all of a sudden your parenting role changes and all of a sudden you have them full time, basically. I can attest to that. Um, the bigger point here is as a stepmom, if your current husband and his ex, the bio mom, have a contentious relationship, it can be so hard to navigate. And quite often you're like in the middle of it all. And it can be really exhausting and really draining. Um, I mean, there's been times where I've just felt like, okay, both of you just need to pull yourselves together and figure out a way to get along because I'm dealing with the fallout of you guys not getting along because um, it's affecting my stepchild. And that's a big deal. So yeah, if all the adults can figure out a way to communicate in a way that's civil, that's always the best solution and not involving the kids in the drama. Absolutely. All right. Got a comment here from Marielle. Thank you, Marielle. She says, my husband and his ex barely speak anymore. He's worked incredibly hard at setting up boundaries with her. She is a master manipulator and an extreme narcissist. So parenting with her has always been a serious challenge. The ex cheated on my husband, so there has always been extreme hurt. However, as their kids have gotten older, it has only gotten worse. The ways in which she tries to control the kids and the ways in which we parent are ridiculous. When we moved in together, I was told by her that I'm not allowed to parent the kids, which she reiterates to them constantly. It has left my relationship with his kids pretty much non-existent. It has made a very tough road, only made more difficult by the fact that the kids blame their dad for the divorce because they have no idea 
what boundaries their mom crossed in her affair. <sighs> Thanks, Marielle. That is really disappointing. And again, this whole stuff, you know, with involving the kids in stuff that really they don't need to know about. Um, and just saying negative things constantly about their other parent. And, you know, one thing I would always say to my husband when I felt like maybe he was going down to the bio mom's level as far as negativity was like, look, our, your child, my stepchild, this other parent is half of who he is. When you talk badly about that parent, you're basically saying something negative about half of that child. And I don't want to ever do that. And we should never do that no matter how we feel about that parent. If that parent is acting like a complete jerk, that's on them. But it should not be the burden of the child. And I firmly believe that. So, I mean, all I can say as far as Marielle is I really hope that these kids, as they grow into adults and experience things in their own life, Hopefully one day they will look back and maybe realize that not everything was the way that their mom has said it was and uh, hopefully begin to go down a road of respecting you a little bit more. All right, I am going to take another quick break and then I'm going to be back with a couple of anonymous messages that I got on the Pondering Nooks Facebook page. All right, be right back. Okay, I am back and I'm going over to the Pondering Nooks Facebook page where I have a couple of anonymous comments I want to read. One stepmom says, Hello, my partner's relationship with her is toxic at best. They don't speak. They only text and email or through the oldest. She's mean, spiteful, and manipulative. I attempted to have a sit down, but she refused. He keeps me away from the boys' events to not make it awkward. That used to upset me, but now I don't care. Thank you for that. That's unfortunate, especially since I guess you have to avoid certain events because she's there. Um, and then also it sounds like the ex is using one of the children to send messages back and forth. Um, that's too bad, honestly. I mean, as the children go into adults, obviously, yes, it's more acceptable, but especially when they're young, they just don't have the emotional development or capability to be able to handle all of the emotional baggage that's placed upon them. Like, oh, well, when you go over there, make sure you tell dad I said this. Or, you know, if we do it at the other household, we'll make sure you tell your mom this. Like, that's not okay. Like, a kid has so much going on already. They don't need that added emotional you know, stress of having to not only remember the messages that the parent wants to be sent, but to deal with the emotional reaction of the other parent when they give the messenger, you know, like that whole don't shoot the messenger thing. I mean, 
if your if your stepchild is coming and delivering a message that they know is going to upset either stepmom or dad, I mean, how do you think that makes them feel? Yeah, it just that gets me so upset. <laughs> Sorry, I went off on a rant on that. Okay, next comment, anonymous comment I received is from a stepmom who says, answering your question, the relationship is mediocre. There is no obvious conflict, but continuous frustration as the mom does not reply to myself or my husband unless we follow up um, multiple times. She is very unorganized. So I enroll and organize all sports, medical, vaccine, school uniform, etc. And of course, this is with her approval many years ago, and it has, and I have just continued to do it. But when I am waiting on her response, it is incredibly frustrating that it all falls into my lap. I feel sorry for my stepdaughter. I feel she would benefit greatly from a positive co-parenting relationship. But as mom constantly gray rocks us, we have no choice but to parallel parent, which as a mom and person myself goes against most of my natural traits and instincts. I am quite friendly. So for six years, I have continued to try and strike up that co-parenting relationship but I must accept that it will never happen. My stepdaughter feels it in her soul. She will often say all her parents are fighting and I have to explain that no one is fighting. She thinks that because no one talks. Mom and stepdad turn up to sports, stand at the other end of the field and don't speak to anyone. I walk in and say hi to everyone, including the mom and stepdad, if they are close by. Wow. Thank you for this. There's so many things that come up in this. Um, mainly the thing that jumped out at me, first of all, is the stepmom is doing a lot. And we talked about last week, you know, the stay-at-home stepmoms, and a lot of them are full-time, and they feel resentful because they are doing so much. Um, and a lot of them don't get credit for it. So this stepmom is basically doing everything, it looks like, and the bio mom isn't that great at initiating or responding from the sounds of it. Um, and also the fact that she feels sorry for her stepdaughter and her stepdaughter, because nobody is communicating, thinks that everyone's fighting. And that's a really interesting point because even if you're not fighting actively, everyone's ignoring each other. So what does that tell your stepchild? If no one's talking, it's almost just as bad as people fighting. And at least if they were fighting, they're engaging with one another. So that's a really interesting point that she brought up. Um, and also, lastly, you know, how this stepmom has been trying so hard to form some sort of relationship or co-parenting relationship with the bio mom and just sort of, I guess, beating that dead horse. <laughs> There's no other expression because I beat a dead horse for about eight years trying that because like this stepmom, I felt it was the right thing to do for my stepchild. And I thought that it was the healthy thing to do. 
unfortunately, I guess not everything can work out the way we want it to, but you know what? Kudos to the stepmom for trying. All you can do is try and try your best. And when it gets to the point where it's draining you mentally, physically, emotionally to try and and do these things, then that's when you need to take a step back. You can't be the only one putting in 100% of the effort if the other parties involved are not. Um, So yeah, self-care, self, you know, there's only so much you can do as a stepmom before you just have to sort of let it go into the universe and say, look, I've done all that I can do. I am a good person. I have tried there are certain relationships that we just cannot fix. And if the relationship with your current partner and the ex, who is the bio mom of children you care for, um, if, if that relationship is shattered beyond repair, then it just, that's the way it has to be. And the only thing that you can do is just take the high road, you know, do what you can, try not to be negative, Just do what you do. Don't kill yourself trying to do everything for everyone or fix everything for everyone is all I can say. Um, And then again, just to reiterate that point, you know, even if you've said some things in the past that maybe you shouldn't have said, now is the time where you cannot do that anymore. And when you feel like making a snide or negative comment, if your stepchild or stepchildren come to your house with all these negative things that bio mom has said, staying quiet and not reacting is the best thing you can do for the future. Trust me, just take my word for it. I know it's hard. Just go upstairs and scream in a pillow or something or call a friend as soon as you can, as soon as you have some private time. But trust me, those things are way better than blowing up in front of your stepchild or stepchildren. Trust me, they'll remember it. They'll remember that you didn't freak out. So that is all the time I have for today. Thank you to everyone who wrote to me and gave me the feedback that I need to create the show. And I can't even tell you how great it is to talk to other stepmoms and hear their experiences and just put it out there. And I hope it helps somebody. I hope somebody says, oh my gosh, I'm going through the same thing. And sometimes even just that can make somebody feel better to know that they're not alone. And that's why I do this podcast. All right, guys. Well, you can catch me at theponderingnook.com and also at iStepmother on Medium. And yeah, have a wonderful morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.